welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 253. We're going to talk briefly about Impact, and then we're going to talk a whole lot about this week's AEW Dynamite. But before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Masato Tanaka to my balls Mahoney, Marianne. Is there more than one wrestler with the last name Tanaka? Yes, there are many. Then I'd have no idea who that is. Pat Tanaka, <laughs> Masato Tanaka, former ECW World Champion, Tag Team Champion, had the ro- lo- rolling elbow, not the roaring elbow, as uh, I just found out it has never been called. Um, that was a translation error, apparently. So, so is the one that uh, we'll get to it on AEW. Yeah. <laughs> so a ro- rolling elbow, it. and he did. Um, what he else? Had a Don Callis moment. Oh, oh my goodness. Don Callis, we'll get, we'll get to it. Marianne, how are you? Um, I'm good. Um, work has been pretty slow for the past couple of days, which is nice. Well, we're um, getting there. Christmas. I've been getting getting my the Christmas presents in slowly for certain things. You got the package that I sent you. Um, I sent oh, I don't have little it. Star Wars pins to my friend Lynette, and she got those. So I don't have my um. That should have been my tag team this week, but I've already done Axe and Smash. So that's, really? yeah, we've done them like they were probably uh, one of the well, first ones. That's what I that's what I mailed John was a, a signed picture. Signed Demolition. I got to get it Heck framed. Yeah. I'm also uh, what else did I, I get in the I'm going to. So over at my desk is where I usually do streaming. And I just got uh, some LED lights. So I'm going to put up a shelf behind me and I'm going to put all my wrestling stuff there and see how it looks during a stream so i might just stream over there going forward i don't know just something i got remember when we had like you're we were gonna do a miz shrine i still have the yeah the miz shrine in my garage the miz shrine yeah i don't see i can't see in the background if you have your eva marie um, pop figure i do she's just she's buried behind two other figures still in the box Still in the box, found the as target, is. Said it was said it was on sale, but could not figure out why it was final sale on sale, as, except for the fact that it was even Marie. As is, that's what it says it on there. Yes, yeah, it says as is on it, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh wait, yes, Neeson, we we love the Miz. We lo- so. we hated the Miz. Neeson, do you remember when yes. the Miz was using the figure four, and he was just hot garbage, and we were like, this guy sucks, and then. He did the turnaround, uh, basically talking smack. That first talking smack, we were like, oh, where's this guy been? And we were like, wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> He's just like super funny, but I don't yeah. watch the product anymore, so I can't tell you what's going on. Well, well, um, so, so if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or any one of those, uh, we are recording live once again on Facebook, facebook.com slash tornado tag radio. We're just, uh, Mike, what's up? What's going on? As was her skill set. Her skill set was <laughs> as is. <laughs> yeah, with, with Ric Flair as his manager. So we're interacting with our chat. If you want to come by and hang out with us, 
after you listen to this. We'll be here every Thursday at 8 p.m. We're going to try and do it so people in the chat come up with our tag team name yeah. ahead of time. Because half the time I have to ask John and he goes, no, I don't have one. Well, there, we've gone through. We've had 253 so episodes and we've probably done a tag team once or twice already. Yeah, but there's there's some that we're okay with doing more than once. Dustin yeah. and Greg. So, Fair. yeah. You just made the list. There you go. <laughs> So Marianne, uh, we were gonna watch Impact, and then I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I got the time mixed up, so I missed it. That's fine. You, did you um, see the last segment though? No, it's fine. So I'll explain to you what happened. Where can I find? Did you just look it up on YouTube, and they have just the last segment? I, I know. I caught I know it. I know for sure what's gonna happen on it, but I should have watched it because Alex Shelley was in it, huh? You just made the list. He was, yes. So I just. Um, I caught the tail end of Impact just because I knew last week we didn't get an Omega thing until the end of the end of the night, so I figured it would happen again. The main event was Carl Anderson versus Chris Sabin. Um, Carl Anderson cheated to win, then went up the ramp, and Rich Swan was like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Hey, man, don't worry about it." And then we went to we went to the $1.5 million Winnebago that Kenny Omega was in. And he said, who's that guy? What is he doing? And Don Callis has said, oh, well, that, that's Rich Swan. He's the champ. You know, he kind of does. He's just doing whatever he wants, I guess. And Kenny Omega like goes. Kenny Omega doesn't know who Rich Swan is. I mean, you know, he knows who he is. He's just being a little yeah. asshole. <laughs> and he goes, okay, well, you know, I'll show him. I'll show him what a real champ does, you know, does what he wants. And he gets up and he goes, where are you going? And he gets up and leaves. We so go, Kenny Omega's getting off the bus. He gets off the bus. Basically what happens is we have a brawl between the Motor City Machine Guns, Rich Swan, and the Good Brothers with the returning Luke Gallows. And Omega interjects himself and takes out Rich Swan. And they announce that at the next pay-per-view, Hard to Kill, it's going to be... The Good Brothers and Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. And there Which you consists of Motor City Machine Guns is <laughs> Chris Sabin and Who Alex is hot Shelley. In his own right? You just made the list. But Alex Shelley is My friend Jessica, when she would watch wrestling with me, she would call Chris Sabin her wrestling boyfriend. <laughs> Chris Sabin's pretty hot. He has like a permanent like like pop punk rocker two thousands. Hair. I mean, yeah. And Alex Shelley just looks great all the time, considering that he works all the time, all the time. I can't God. believe him. But yeah. So what do you think the of only that? short guy I would date. I think I'm uh, I think I'm going to get this this pay-per-view. I think I, just for I that. I want to. I mean, so that's going to be a great like match. I have to if you're going to get it. That's going to be a fun match. I think it's um, when is hard to kill. That's a good question. Maybe we should figure that out. I feel like it's very, very soon. Or am I thinking of a different pay-per-view? Because I think Hard to Kill was the one that just ended, and I'm thinking of the the next pay-per-view, which I think is at the beginning of the year. Either way, I will be getting that, and Impact still doing good stuff. I know everyone's like, oh, the ratings were so much You're lower. You're coming through kind of wobbly. It's like I a little warp. It's because I disappeared. Am I back now? No, you weren't like you were. It wasn't visually; it was audio. What is it now? Is it fine? You were kind of warped. Is it fine now? 
Yes. It's good now. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it is hard to kill Dan and and Johnny P three one three. We got the Olive Garden boys in in the room. When you hear your family. Nice, nice shirt, P. Dinosaur Junior, dog. <laughs> I love Dinosaur Junior. What a great band! But anyway, we can't. I didn't know that they got sued by the band that was called Dinosaur. Fuck them. Fuck the band Dinosaur. Who gives a shit about that? Yeah, that's the stuff you learn on the session. Weird shit like that. Who gives a I shit? I didn't about know that, that uh, Stephen Stills played uh, the percussion on uh, "You Should Be Dancing" by the Bee Gees. I didn't find that out till today. Interesting. So, because they were recording their albums in the same studio at the same time. All right, Marianne, let's Music move. Music facts with Marianne. Let's move on to AEW Dynamite. Um, man, oh man, I've got a lot to say about one segment, and uh, I, I don't, uh, man. <sighs> but you we, have a lot to say about several things, so I don't know which one you're talking about. Well, we we open the show with a six man tag. We have the the Hardy Party, which is uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party taking on Hangman Adam Page and. John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Um, <laughs> I, I I do have the ability to put pictures into this, and I I I dropped the ball this week because the 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 image of starting the show first of all with, in my opinion, the MVP of AEW, Hangman Adam Page. Starting it off with him. Larry the spy man. And he, he comes out and Larry he's like, yeah, man. a cowboy <laughs> shit. It's about to happen. And then these two him. dorks, these two dorks come out behind him wearing purple bandanas and small cowboy hats. And I don't know, man, but they got matching hats and bandanas. So I think it's real now. It's real. It that This real. is a trio now. <laughs> I think tag team matches are my favorite matches. I might have mentioned that before, but I always find them way more entertaining than singles matches. But Interesting. Well, I think yeah. I want to I open this up to the chat, and I'll ask you too, Marianne, because there have been rumors going around town that AEW might have a six-man tag tournament slash champions. And, I mean, just watching this match, I was like, you know, I think I'd – I would be down with six-man tag belts in AEW. I don't know if it's too soon. What do you think? Would you be Would you be cool with that? Because we do have a lot of trios running around. I didn't even know around. that was a thing. It's a rumor. It's a rumor right now. That can be a thing? Six-man tag champions? Yeah. Uh, well, well, matches, ba- yes, but you're talking about like Champions, belts? yes. Well, well, back in the day, they um, the NWA had, they had two sets of six-man titles. They had... The world six man tag titles, and I believe they had the United States six man tag title. It was str- a strange time. It was right around the time they got bought out by Turner and became WCW. But WCW had six man tag titles. I, ROH has them right now, and New Japan has them as well. I had no idea that that was even a thing. But then again, I am still somehow new to this. I think it's been I, like it's been like nine years, but I'm still new to this. I think Dan nails it on the head. <laughs> Six-man tag titles just sound like another excuse not to book women's matches. <laughs> I was thinking about that today because I brought up Hikaru Shida, and I went, do you remember Riho <laughs> in my head? Riho, Riho's back in Japan. She was wrestling, I think she's... No, I know that, but I was like, do you remember all the women they had? Oh, Riho was like one of them. I completely forgot that she I mean, existed, and then I had a, a major moment where I miss Chris Statlander so much. Oh, I know. So much. 
She'll be back oh, soon yeah. though. She's rehabbing right now, so hopefully, hopefully soon. Um, we'll get to ridiculous the ridiculousness of. Oh my god! Like I might lose steam halfway through the show when we get to a certain segment, but I'll try and power through. <laughs> so, hey man, I was the one that was on the verge of a nap. That's very true. I thought this uh, this match was a lot of fun. I thought it was a good way to open the show. If you didn't know by now, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, a great tag team. Uh, I think they, while Johnny Hungy is great, and I think they are two funny guys. I would really like to see them. Get some wild more. and crazy guy. They should use that. Uh, but I'd really <laughs> like to see them do a lot more in the tag division. And I don't know if they're ranked or not. I don't, I don't even think they're ranked because I think at the moment they're too much of a joke for them to even be considered ranked. Yeah. They're treating them too much as a, a, a joke. Who hit that but, cravat suplex? Was that Alex Reynolds? Alex Reynolds showed me a lot in this match, too. Do you remember we didn't give a shit about Alex Reynolds? Yes. I feel like we used to talk so much shit about Alex Reynolds. Yeah, we're like, we don't care. We love John him. Silver. And then he was like, watch yeah, me there wrestle. Yeah, a, a piggyback senton of yes. Adam Page just being like, get off me. And then just like sent on John Silver. Like, it was great. And then they did the yeah. uh, the Bieber boys combo where they just hit everybody with flash moves. But Adam Page was involved in it. And I was like, this is great. I love this. This is a lot of fun. It was cute. Yeah. Um, you said something about digging private parties gear. Oh, yes. I was going to. Well, I was trying to find a picture of them. Uh, they were wearing blue and black. And uh, I was going to ask you what you thought uh, if, if if this was a toot or a boot. OK, so Mark Quinn was wearing all blue pants. Yes. That's a no go. No, a no go. Unless you're Jake Atlas, who can wear that royal blue color with like the sparkly uh, zebra stripes which is one of my my favorite ring gear of all time but it was blue pants with bell bottoms and you know how i feel about those mm, that's true so all right but also mark uh uh Marquin's hair is disgusting you don't like it uh with that wide ass purposeful part and it was dyed he looked like a snow cone did you notice how it was dyed it literally looked like they poured snow cone like flavoring on his fucking head Oh, it was boy. upsetting. Oh, boy. But they, they tend to upset me, like, visually. They tend so, to upset you visually. That might be the... But also, uh, they still, somebody was still doing that screamy thing. Yeah, I heard it. Visually upsetting so, might be the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, My favorite term to describe things is visually noisy. Visually But noisy. visually upsetting. They usually are pretty upsetting to me. At least neither of them had the stupid-ass coattails, but one of them did have faux pockets, and you know how I feel about that. Non-functional pockets are a no-go here. Non-functioning pockets on the back of your fucking gear. Get out. Hates it. Hate it. Hate it. Hated it. Uh, uh, we got uh, Gin and Juice ended. Well, Matt Hardy tags himself in and gets the gets the pinfall over our our new favorite trio. And there you go. Well, that's not good. Well, so, that isn't going to be good because we all, we already knew that that was going in a sour direction anyway. Yeah, and it's just kind of weird because it's like, where are they going with, with the Hardy Party? Because we were all rip-roaring and ready to go with Private Party being like, get out of here, old man. I wasn't. And then beating the shit out of him. I didn't give a him. shit. Well, uh, but some of us were like that, I guess, me. Yeah, uh, well, some of you, yeah. I just, I just uh, when I go against someone, I go 180. Like, like I go completely against yeah. them. Absolutely. Like they don't exist in my eyes. My God. Um, 
All right. Anyways. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We had the inner circle next with MJF and his award that was given to him by, it wasn't the Wall Street Journal, was it? It was New York Times. It was the New York Times. Uh, uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, is it just me or are there some weeks where Chris Jericho just looks better than other weeks? Uh, yes. Like, he sometimes he really looks his age. And I mean, this week he looked better than last week. Some weeks he literally, he looks like he, like, like I told you, like his eyes are the same color as his skin. Yes, like, it, it looks like he's becoming a, a Judas in his mind. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. Woof. Damn it. Wow. I'm but, sorry, uh, everyone. He, uh, MJF goes to basically say, I like, you know, be self-centered as usual. And then he twists it to say, I couldn't have done this without you, CJ, to which yes. I have to say, I could not have done this without, without you, JP. Oh, thanks. How? But speaking of that, how long... How long do you think this goes on? Like we're sitting we're here to like each other. Yeah. It's like, how long can this actually just like be a thing? Well, they're men, so they could do it forever. If it was women, it would have completely blown by now. Uh, all right. I mean, uh, fellas, do I, we I, accept I, that answer in the chat? I'm telling you, you're you, never mind. Never mind. I mean, <sighs> I guess I, I, I don't know, but like in a wrestling storyline standpoint, like how do how does this how do we maintain this? Because it feels like next week they're going up against Top Flight, which I am super hyped for. Uh, if there's super hyped or super hyped, both. <laughs> I'm very excited for Top Flight. I think th this is a huge match for them, a huge opportunity. And I mean, we'll we'll see if Top Flight can beat MJF and Jericho, and if they do beat them. I assume like this cannot last much longer is what I'm what I'm thinking. I, I don't understand how how Jericho's even put like I don't understand how it be, even became a thing to begin with. Like because MJF is so clearly the most unlikable person in the world and Jericho's not stupid. Right. Like. No, I know. I just uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It Yeah, it doesn't. Whatever. All right. Speaking of, speaking of things, I have no idea about. <laughs> we get a segment where we are outside of a house. <gasps> Fucking Jesus Christ! Where we're outside of a house, John's really mad. You guys, there's a delivery, and the door opens, and it's Cody and Brandy, and there's a gift on the stoop. And they're like, oh, what's this? And they pick it up and they go inside to their house and they sit by their Christmas tree and they unwrap this thing. And it says to Cody and Brandy from question mark. Question mark. I was like, oh, I was a little like, I was like, okay, this is weird. What is this about? And then they open, they fucking open the package <laughs> and it's like, we're having a baby 2021. And they both like look at each other and then they go to Pharaoh and he's like, I'm a dog and I'm upset because I understand what's going on. And she was holding like a tiny puppy also. And I was just thinking, I bet Cody was like, Brandy, Renee's pregnant. We can't have people paying attention to anything instead of us. Everybody needs to pay attention to me because people are paying attention to Renee and John Moxley. And I cannot have that because I have to steal the show from everyone all the time. But yeah. What? So, 
this leads <laughs> this leads into Cody's grandioso look at me entrance where he comes out and everyone's like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, he's going to be a father. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, look at it. Look at this guy. Why this guy on your screen. Like JR. This guy on your screen. Well, JR, some people say, well, JR, uh, why, why, he's going to be a father. Why would we talk about that? And also, fuck, fucking JR burying the fucking product on his own podcast. Uh, he is not long for this world. But I mean, they run a, Dude, they run a money mark promotion. So restaurant famous like restaurant quality picture in picture is when you know that he doesn't care anymore so cody comes out and he's like ooh, like fucking brandy comes out and she's like holding her stomach like she's even showing yet and she's not fucking ridiculous get out bullshit we wasted an entire fucking segment on that if you really think about this they only booked cody on dynamite so he could show that fucking video and we could talk about him being a fucking future dad for 15 fucking minutes. Well, they booked the match last week. Yeah, but they probably fucking filmed the video by then. Yeah. If Dusty was still alive, do you think he'd slap the shit out of Cody? Yeah, probably. I hope. Um. So I, I was... This isn't funny anymore. I was like okay, I guess this is happening. And then Justin Roberts is like doing the whole intro and he's like, and a future father. And I'm like, fuck this. Like, I don't give a fuck. Nobody else gets that treatment. Just fucking Cody. I am. So, I was so livid. I don't even think I paid attention. Like, what's my note did for it. this? I Your literally did says- not pay attention to this match. The second I realized this match was just a vehicle to let everyone know he's having a fucking kid. I said, what a uh, fucking same- waste. But it's because Angelico has this way of making me zone out of whatever's going on because I just stared at him the whole time. You just made the list! Right. No. I mean, and if anything, that was the only reason to watch this match. <laughs> I, I like, cannot... I don't know why I'm shocked, I think, is the thing. Like, I shouldn't be it, shocked that the man with the entrance that takes 45 minutes and he calls out every single member of the Nightmare family to come out and they all have to give him secret handshakes while 18 million dollars worth of fireworks go off behind him i can't say i'm surprised that this fucking dude uh produced a video announcing like what are we fucking doing like what a fucking waste of my time again and it was another thing that was annoying because it was a little tiny pair of baby shoes and i hate people that put full-on like expensive ass shoes on their tiny baby that can't even walk yet and even if you did, hey, you got to look good all the time. Baby, yeah. What? You you got to look good at any age. No, but it's bad for the forming of their feet. It's actually like oh. physically bad for them. Well, then to put sh- like stiff shoes on a baby when they're like learning, you're not supposed to do that. It's not good for them growing. Ugh. And I hate it. I think it's dumb if they're just going to grow out of them in a week and you spend $60 on a pair of fucking Pumas for your goddamn baby. Sorry. I'm just, I'm really glad because I actually did tweet out. I really hope this baby announcement video and his entrance is nowhere near as long as the women's mat, the single women's match we're getting. And thank God it wasn't because I probably would be dead. I probably would have died. (laughs) I just like, if you really think about it, Cody's unborn child is over more over than half the women's division. Fucking shameful. 
It's so stupid. Fucking a waste of my time. I don't give a fuck about your baby. I don't care. Is Cody going to be at some point like just as annoying to you as the Undertaker because their entrances are just as long? Look, look man, Cody's entering that. Te- <laughs> Cody is entering that territory. I'm not even like I'm not even joking. Yeah, Dan. Dan. What are the odds of him scaring his newborn baby with all of his fireworks? I'm te- I'm telling you, at the end of the fucking when when they have a baby and they bring that baby to. AED, they're going to bring that fucking kid on TV and be like, look at this baby. Look at it. It's going to be it's, it's going to be a full-blown Lion King moment. Fuck. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm so I'm it's so like angry. Arn Anderson is there as Rafiki. I hate everything. I was I was just like so mad. I'm sure the match was fine, but I didn't pay attention. What, what the I fuck ever. What I did pay attention to <laughs> was fucking Taz. I was like, thank God Team Taz is here. Oh, I look at Taz to be, to be like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yes, I was like, if anyone will say the word fuck on television, it will be Taz. He did not say it, but he basically was like, nobody gives a shit about your kid. We're now well, going to beat it, the shit out of it. you. He didn't say that. He said that it was like great or whatever, but he said it in a tone of voice that implied that he couldn't care less. Yeah. So hear that could not care less is that phrase there you go. that you guys should be using. So they're about to go to the ring and beat the shit out of him, rightfully so, because he deserves it every week. And Sting comes out and just kind of stands there. And uh, Hobbs is like, I'm going to beat this old man's ass. But the rest of Team Taz says, nah, we're good. And they leave. Holy shit. I literally can. Well, Sting, yeah. We produced an entire two-minute segment. For a fucking baby. Yes, that segment. And then they were like, they had advertised earlier in the show at the beginning. They're like, and you'll see, you'll hear from Sting tonight. And you never hear from Sting. He just comes out for fucking Cody and then leaves. That's a big fucking ripoff. I think the other thing that's like really annoying is we have a TNT champion. Oh, that's the other thing. Taz was like, hey, Dobbs, fuck you, basically. <laughs> um, we have a T- TNT champion who just... He sits. That's that's what he does. You're the TNT champion. You're basically the television champion. You should you be wrestling. You shouldn't be sitting. Or if you are sitting, sit somewhere so I can't fucking see you sitting. So at least I think maybe you're not there. I would rather not see you than see you sitting and not wrestling. He's the worst. You know what? Like, if they go full on black and dude. Remember how the vaudeville had a black and white entrance? If we get that shit with Darby, I'm done. I'm surprised we haven't gotten it with him. I'm done. And we know how I feel about the vaudevillains because I love Simon Gotch. But you just made the list. Uh, if it's a girl, I bet they put. My list? What? If it's a girl, they would. Yeah. They fucking would. They would make a tiny. Where is he? Simon Gotch is number two on my list. Yeah. I had to look it up. I couldn't remember. I put. I, that's why I hit the button. If it's a girl, I bet they put the women's title on her. Out of out of the womb, Johnny. Out of the womb, they'll they'll, they'll strip whoever has it and they'll give it and to that kid. And use that to swaddle her as the fucking women's title. There you go. It's small Fuck. enough. Good lord. This is like I re, like my ch- I could feel. You know, like when you get so angry, you can feel it in your in your like your chest. 
at least when I get really angry, I can feel it. Like here, after the match was over, I was just like so mad. Like the entire, I was just could not believe that we were doing this. Oh, Dan. <laughs> they can't put effects into Darby's because, yeah, because they would ha- they'd have to remove it from Cody's Cody's budget. We love you so much, Dan. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was furious. I actually sat. I was trying to watch Stardom last night. I was trying to watch some great women's wrestling, and I was just sitting there going, they really just had a segment and a wrestling match so they could get over his unborn child. You know who would never do that? Triple you. H. Oh, you know what? Fair. Oh, my God. Somebody said a that redeeming, to me. I can't remember. A redeeming, a redeeming quality. <laughs> you know, never produce a, a video and put it on their weekly television show? Triple H. This is John's Hard Times promo. No. <laughs> I wish. That would be nice. Uh, up next, we had Alex Marvez, a man I once called the most useless man in professional wrestling. Um, oh, you, you have an imitation of him, don't you? Hey. Miro, uh, so you hurt a lot of people last week. You killed seven men. Why did you do that? And and Miro <laughs> basically goes, I don't care. Ha ha. It's my birthday and leaves. He says, bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> Great stuff. It's Miro Day. Miro Day. Miro Day. He's great. His jacket was really cool. I like. I couldn't get like enough of a look at it to like really wait. I did not know that. Did I know that? I probably blocked it out of my brain because it seems weird. Eddie Kingston is here next. Thank, thank everything. <laughs> That's <not>, thank fuck. <laughs> Eddie Kingston comes out. He's got a lot of enemies. He addresses them he, all. He he's enemies with God apparently. Yes. That is. I mean, that's a great way to. I think that was the best way to start out the segment. Basically. I thought it was great. Lance Archer comes out. Can we get to a toot or boot for Miro's? There you go. Yeah. I couldn't get a solid look at it, but I really liked how like the colors were like um, iridescent kind mm. of. So I couldn't tell if they were just like sequins with the bead in the middle. Cause if that, if they were, then I was like, that's not a very like textural, like it's not nice, but I'll have to look closer at All it. Right. I know there's, he's definitely going to wear it or pictures of it somewhere else. So Kingston's out. <laughs> I can't wait for Eddie to threaten the stabs, Cody. If he if that happens, I will buy every single piece of Eddie Kingston's merchandise that I can find. I will literally buy every single every single thing I can buy. I, I just That's want God somebody tier. to say nobody gives a shit about your kid. I mean, I'm saying it. I feel like somebody, <laughs> some I feel like somebody said that on the show before. They will. Like, now that he's done this dumbass oh, thing. It was on Impact, I think, where somebody said, nobody gives a shit about your kid. Wow. Somebody somebody said that once, like, on, on a wrestling show, and it was hilarious. And I wish I could if, remember who it, it was. It feels right. feels right to me. So nobody Kingston, gives a shit about the kids. Kingston comes out. Lance Archer comes out to beat him up. Here come the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Phoenix and Pentagon come out for the save. And also, surprise, uh, Pac is back. And uh, we got a, a nice little brawl. Uh, Pac bicycle kicked the fuck out of Eddie Kingston. 
Which is nuts, because Eddie Kingston's pretty tall, yes. from what I understand. And for a tiny man, like a teeny tiny man, he can reach really high with his leg. <laughs> like, that's Look, crazy. Pac's pa great. And then we kind of get a face-off between Archer and Pac. And then they um, kind of turn their attention back towards Eddie Kingston and the family. So I, I almost wonder if going forward we're going to do Pac and Pentagon and Phoenix and... Lance Archer as as a as a team now, which would mean Kingston would have to go find somebody else to be in his family, I assume. But I'm not really sure. It almost feels like Lance Archer's a a, a stand-in for 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 Pac because he's I think he he's back in England. I'm not really sure what he's doing, but I mean he he can do it every once. I love seeing him on television though. So I don't know. I just. It's bizarre that he's from England when he sounds so Scottish. Like, yeah. and my family is English, so you'd think I would be able to tell the difference, but half the time I'm like, he sounds like Billy Connolly. There, it there is. we go. It was that's Brock Lesnar. I, I don't give a I shit about your feeling, kids. And that's why I thought it was Impact, because I knew that Heath Slater was involved in some way. You already, you already think of Heath Slater as an Impact regular, and I don't even think he's been on the program for weeks. Fuck. I just get worried about where he's at, man. <laughs> That's fine. He's got kids, so. Makes I hear, sense. like, really, truly wonderful things about him, though, from so many people, so. Good. Good. That's uh, what I like, is when I find out that they're, like, genuinely just really great people, and I hear nothing but great things about him. Absolutely. Up next, we had. Hi, Brandon. Dustin Rhodes, and he was saying things. Uh, he, I didn't care because Josh's hair looked really cool. Oh, I actually apparently for some reason did not no notice Dasha's hair. I'm sorry, Dasha. It was like a side braid, but it was uh, grouped. So it was like a fishtail herring, her like a herringtail braid. And mm -hmm. then it was done like this, like in a small bit and then tied and then done this in the small bit, like in tied. So, yeah, it looks like a bunch of shell noodles. Right on. Yeah, it was cool looking. Uh, well, definitely not easy because herringbone braids are very hard. Basically, Dustin goes back to an older promo he did where he says, one by one, the Dark Order will fall. He is continuing that. He said he beat 10 last week, and next week he's going to face Evil Uno and beat him as well. Uh, so that's pretty much where we're going from there. And up next we had, I think, a match that was... Let's talk about that awesome Undertaker. Hi, Brandon. Let's talk about that awesome Undertaker pop. So Brandon sent me the exclusive, I think it was Amazon, Biker Taker Pop, and it looks cool, but I told him I would buy it and throw it in the street. So can you I would want you to get a TikTok just so you could TikTok that. I, I do guys, I have a TikTok. I just don't TikTok from it. I just watch I have videos. one too, but I don't ever do anything on it either, and I feel like I should. But you guys, when CM Punk had a match against The Undertaker, uh John, I remember quote like verbatim said to me if cm punk beats the undertaker i will run, run up and down the street, the street screaming yes <laughs> like, it didn't happen it didn't happen i wanted him to run up and down the street crying it should have happened but it didn't <laughs> it did not happen all right up next we had a let me count this two four six a 12-man tag match between the inner circle which i believe was santana and ortiz jake hager mjf Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho taking on the Varsity Blondes, 
Top Flight and the Best Friends, which is a team that consists of Trent and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. There you go. <laughs> um, we had Orange Cassidy on commentary with um that wasn't even plugged in <laughs> it wasn't plugged in and i love that when they came back from break i bet someone said make sure people see that it's not plugged in uh i thought that was a lot of fun also when excalibur said look at the smile on orange cassidy's face and <laughs> they cut to him and it's just the same face that he always has i thought that was this match overall was a lot of fun i love that they were showcasing uh brian pillman at the beginning he got a lot of shit in him and Jericho. He did. he did. I I feel like he really deserved that. Like, I have to say that uh best friends have garbage merch. Like you don't like the uh shit merch for wow. such hunky men. Wow. I think that shirt is stupid. All right. Greg Greg like his Trent. Sorry, using their shoot. Oh, names. using shoot Trent's names. Trent's pro wrestling. I'm trying not to. Trent's pro wrestling tees like store has the best merch like every shirt's great and it seems like everything that they come out with is awful like whoever is designing these shirts is not good and because and the only reason orange cassidy's shirt is a hit is because it was designed when he was on the indies so it wasn't even yeah that's a crossover him. shirt yeah it's that a crossover was shirt that they sell at hot topic now and you know how mad that makes me Hey. It took me so long to land one of those fucking shirts because he never came to the fucking West Coast that I had to get I had to get a contraband like illegal free one from Chuck Taylor yeah. because I could never get one in real life. Oh my god. And he gave me the wrong size. He gave me biffs. Oh, Ugh. he gave you I love that he, he that the free one to me and Biff. I love that and then the... he gave Biff mine and mine he gave me Biff. So mine's a mine was a men's medium. My God. Which is ridiculous because Biff's arms are way too big for a men's medium. Oni. <laughs> the one and Oni. The one and Oni. Oh yeah, sorry. I did I uh, tell you I called him Biff like when I hung out with him in person? And he was like, you, Nobody calls you, you that. Brought I was him like, a burrito. everyone calls you that, Biff. Everyone. You brought him a burrito, right? Or was that? Yeah, Chris? I brought him and Chris Hero a burrito, but then I hung out with Biff later when he was at the Matrix Casino. I hung out with him and uh, Shane Thorne and Danny and Birch. Danny Birch. <laughs> you hung out yeah. with NXT, the NXT Tag Team Champions, Marianne. Before before so they fuck, were. So fucking weird. So fucking weird. I love Biff. Uh, but anyways, I do have notes on this match, so you are not allowed to breeze through it. Yeah, I don't have any notes. Uh, I th overall, I thought it was a lot of fun. I th I thought um, mm -hmm. I thought Brian Pillman and um, it's it's what is his freaking first name? Griff Griff, Griff Garrison. Garrison Griff Garrison. I thought Griff Garrison looked good too. That I'm very like a comic book a comic book name. It does. I'm very interested to see how those two develop as a tag team going forward. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll I'll let you take the take the helm here. What I I completely didn't even realize Santana was there. <laughs> I was like, he's back. How did I just notice? Because he had been gone for so long that I was like, he showed up on. I went, wait, that's not the crazy one. And then I realized it was Santana, and I went, this is so weird. Um, but my thing is, everybody got their their shots in. Yes, in this match a little bit, except for my boy. Well, he Why? beat up he beat up Chris Jericho at the end. I get to that, but he deserves way more than just being in the ring for like less than 30 seconds in a brawl and then like one move. Right. I think if people just can't handle the hunk. Gets paid either way. Which is 
which is understandable. Can't handle the hunk. And he's spending all his money on fucking new sneakers instead of just wearing his fucking... And probably some that streaming part. grid. Have you watched him stream, Marion? Yes. And he had to land uh, all that expensive-ass gear so he could stream like old console and Dragon. games. Oh, old console. Well, that... He has well, old console games on his Twitch. Right. And you have to get like a bunch of extra stuff. In yeah, order to, to get a capture card and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like not cheap. Um, but uh, Darius did a standing Spanish fly, which I thought was cool. Top flight, man. Top flight looked great in this match, and I'm ex- like I said earlier, I'm excited With to see low flying, high fly moves. Love, love top flight. Top flight is great. Yeah. But then, at, like like you said, at the end, uh, well, to win, Chris Jericho uh, uh, hit one of them with a bat. And right afterwards, Chuck like pounced on him yeah. and was like beating him up poorly. I might add, <laughs> probably because he was like, "This man is the reason my career actually exists." <laughs> so I, I can't hurt him because I have been called the the knockoff, uh, the knockoff Chris Jericho before. So I just thought it, it was just so bizarre to me. Like, is this a dream? Because I have a picture of Chuck Taylor that he posted and forgot that he posted, and I saved it and I sent it to him later, and I was like. Has Chris seen this? And it's a picture of Chuck Taylor on his 16th birthday with a cake and he's wearing a luchador mask in a Fozzie shirt. Oh my God. Wait, and he's, and he's holding he's holding his mom's his mom's little Yorkie and he goes, shittiest 16. He said shitty 16th birthday. And oh I God. saved it because he used to delete all his tweets, right? Yeah. I saved it because I know that fucking idiot. And then I sent it to him and I said, if Chris has Chris seen this, and he went, fuck. <laughs> like, nobody should have that. Oh my god! I do. Oh my! I god. did say uh, this is for both uh, your your Olive Garden boys. I did message Dustin and told him about John's background, his green screen. Oh background. my god! Yeah. And his response was, "Oh, gross." Love it. It'll probably. <laughs> con- said, it might continue to be my background. I'm not sure. <laughs> It's very funny and it lines up very well. Where it looks like they're both. I I was like, I told him, I was like, dude, if I ever get the green screen like streaming thing figured out, you know my back. I was like, you know my background picture is going to be hell of a lot worse than that. And then I sent him one of a picture of him. Actually, I have to bring it up because it's very funny. Um, A picture of him where he's, it's like a really shitty mall quality photo picture, you know, where it has like the, the gross background. Yes. Um, Oh yeah, they used to do those at Chikara. They used to do. It's really bad. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, moving on. Up next, I we- said that to him, and I said that one, and he was like, "That's the best picture of all time." We had a uh, a backstage interview with Alex Marvez, and he's like, "Hey, Thunder Rosa, um, Britt Baker says you don't belong here. What do you think of that?" Do you, do you not belong here? And Thunder Rosa cuts a fucking great promo. Uh, I really enjoyed this promo she cut. And then Brit, no, I'm sorry, Rebel comes in and goes, that's a horrible laugh. And then she gets attacked from behind by Brit, and Brit and Rebel beat her up. They were also matching, which I thought was hilarious. It was like mother-daughter matching. And they put Brit in... Or I'm sorry, they put Thunder Rosa in Brit's submission and they pour water on her face and smear makeup all over. Her, and there you go. We're off to the off to the races. Neeson says best women's segment of the year. I agree. I thought they did a great job with this. 
Uh, it was it was quick. It was it told the story. It made Baker look like an asshole. Um, it was a great segment for including somebody who is not even officially signed to AEW yet. Is she? No, she's not. Still not. Why? <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be the only problem with it, but. I mean, whatever. We're. I think we're about to talk about the. Uh, oh no, not yet. We had SCU versus the Acclaimed, and Marianne, you fucking hate. It. I said this is how you're supposed to intro the Acclaimed, and you hated it. I said multiple occasions. I hate this. I refuse to listen. Oh my god, Dad's rapping. No, thank you, John. I hate this so much. <laughs> Are all of my notes? So I. I don't know. I thought it was okay. It. I thought it was okay. And then the, Fr- Frankie Kazarian's like, hey, children, now I will be doing the hip hop. And I was like, oh, no. The hip hop. Um, the hip hip hop. <laughs> and I was like, oh, geez, this is not great. Um, it was very, it was like watching, what's the rap, the rap battles show? I it was like just called that, rap battles. but way worse. I think, on the bright side, the one that was rapping had a really dope jacket on. That's like the literally the only positive I, thing I have to say. I really that. like the acclaim. I don't know. I think for me, the jury's out on the rapping. Everything I had it's heard awful. about it. They're not, they're not even good. Everything I had heard about it up until this point was seemed to be positive reviews. And then I saw it and I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't know about this. Um, but I, I feel re- like it's it's lazy rapping, and also it's not like they're doing it off the top of their heads, so they have no excuse for it to be as completely mediocre. As like it is. while it wilding out, but bad. Yes, Calvin, exactly. Yes. Like um, but the match I thought was pretty good. I thought it showcased the acclaim, and you know they get the win via boombox to the head. Uh, and I actually really liked that finisher. It was like a, um, what was it? It was like a he, he picked it. It looked like he was going to do a flatliner, but he ended up doing a slam like, instead. Yeah, it looked he pretty like cool. Around to a slam, yeah. I was going to say my brother when he was little, he did not know that it was called a boombox, um, and instead he called it a boombox. A boombox, like yes. Bach, the composer. Yes, a boombox. A boombox. Fair. And he had re- repeatedly asked for one for birthday or Christmas, and we never corrected him. Jeez, that's terrible. And this that's was even Sam, worse. the asshole brother. Oh. Um, I <laughs> will say I did enjoy the line that Frankie Kazarian said, are you the acclaimed or are you men on a mission? Uh, I thought that was very funny just to me. Why I guess. is that funny? Because Explain there me. was a rap tag team in the WWF called okay, men so on a mission. I, okay. And they had, it was, they had someone wrap them to the, anyway. That's actually anyway. good. I, I get what you're saying now. Um, I, I love how like the one good line came from Frankie Kazarian. <laughs> and then the acclaimed challenged the young bucks to the tech for the tag team titles next week. And I like that the acclaimed, like, we're, we have the acclaimed. Our next segment is Top Flight challenging Jericho and MJF. We have two young tag teams that are being it's seemingly pushed to the forefront. I like that. That's cool. I just don't know if we need the acclaimed to have a tag title shot just to lose so quickly. Like, that has to be where we're going. There's no way they win the tag titles next week. 
And if they did, that There's would be like very so shocking. many people that they keep giving a chance and then they fade into obscurity. Yeah, it almost feels like they give title shots to people too quickly and then we just never really, they're kind of yeah, just floating around. Yeah, or they'll have around. people that are ranked up really high and never in give like them the titles. rankings, but then you never like Abaddon. Abaddon. Oh, we didn't continue that storyline this week, did we? Well, she was ranked high and then they, I was like, you never fucking see her. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm like, well, it's the women's division. So yeah, they have 15 women's division or matches on dark and barely one on barely one. Well, I will say, actually, this week we did have Diamante and Ivelisse versus Big Sl- Big Swole and Serena Deeb. Um, Serena Deeb is like, I cannot believe she wasn't bigger earlier. She's such she's just such a great technician in the ring. And I know we get, we give shit to Ivelisse because she does indeed suck um, personally, but I did think this was a great, this was a fun women's match. It was a good women's match. Uh, it got more than one segment, which was insane to me personally because I've been let down yeah. so many times. But overall, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was a good match. Um. I didn't notice, like, I had never gotten, like, a really good look at the uh, the NWA title, but I did not know it had, like, a, a weird... The picture of them? A weird, like, yearbook picture of them in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, an old-fashioned, like, cameo picture. You know what what a cameo picture is? Yes. Yeah, like, I was, like... Yeah, strange. It was so weird. It looks very scrapbooky. Um but I didn't know that Swole was trained by Malenko, and that gives her many cool points, despite the fact that Malenko fucking works for AEW. It doesn't matter because don't matter on this podcast. We, we stand like Dean Malenko here on this podcast. That's the only. That's the only good thing about TJP is that he's a huge Dean Malenko fan. Everything else about him is trash. You mean um, you mean the Vin- new and uh, Impact Wrestling Crew or uh, X Division Champion Manic. I don't, I don't need to, I don't need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, anyways, Nyla comes out with Vicky, who's running as fast as her little legs can go. And Vicky's like, eh, like kicking. It's so funny. It's like, she oh boy. like she was obviously trying not to like actually inflict damage, but she also looked like how I do when I kick things under the couch that I don't want to pick up off the ground. Fair. <laughs> like when you, when you like, when you were little and you didn't want to clean up your room, so you just kick everything under your bed. That's yeah. what it looked like. <laughs> Uh, Red Velvet comes out with the chair for the save, and we are off to our next segment, which is... And if you, in case you didn't know her name was Red Velvet, she's going to wear red all the fucking time. I just hit the mic with that. My God. What a professional. Me? No, I hit a mic. I hit the, my mic. Oh, I was like, huh? Uh, up next, we had Orange Cassidy with Trent and also with Chuck Taylor. You just made the list! And um, they're letting MJF... And proud and powerful know that they ruined Orange Cassidy's life. His life is ruined. Leave it to leave it to Trent to be completely overdramatic. But I petitioned to let Chuck talk all the time more. I'm shocked they have not let him be on commentary yet. Yeah, it's strange. either of them because they're so funny. And Excalibur and Chuck Taylor together. Their chemistry is fantastic. Like he, him, and like Eddie Kingston is amazing, but so is Chuck Taylor. They're both incredible at commentary. But um, they, they showed the merch, and uh, Chuck Taylor posted about the merch today on Instagram. And I messaged him, and I was like, "No," <laughs> I just was like, "No." 
It's not good. Am I the only person that thinks it's it's stupid looking? I think it's fine. It might just be you. There's so much better ideas that they could have. Maybe. There's so much like art out there like on Etsy and that you see pictures on Instagram and stuff that would make better fucking merch than that. I'm just saying. We had a Jurassic Express video where we saw them being Jurassic Express and FTR comes out and oh, oh my lord was Dax Harwood screaming into that microphone. Brother, you got to pull that back because that mic was a peekin. And they say Jurassic Express, uh, you just made the list, but not the list that is on Tornado Tag Radio, the original list, which is Chris Jericho's I'm going to beat you up list. And then we move on to our main event, which is Joey Janela taking on Kenny Omega. And I do like the concept of this match, which was Janela couldn't wrestle in the Eliminator tournament. So now Kenny Omega is saying, hey, I will wrestle you so there are no doubts. And if you beat me, you can get a title shot and we'll do a no DQ match. Um, This match was, it was crazy. Um, Oh my God, from one person to six. Why do I have that? What does that mean? I don't even know. I don't what that know what means. that means, but my only thing is that uh, Janela was wearing a Sunny Kiss and Janela shirt, and it looked like a Lisa Frank shirt, and it was fucking fire. There you go. And they don't sell it yet. Oh, they don't. I couldn't find it on the AEW shop, and that would be the one shirt that I would purchase. Would yeah. be that one because it's fucking sick. <laughs> what does from one person to so six cool. mean? I don't know what that means, but uh, it was the commentary. It had to have been, but. Don Callis has the micro. He has a microphone, and he is just. He goes over to Tony Schiavone. He says, "Get out of here, kid!" And he goes, "You can kiss my ass, and I'm not going anywhere." Uh, so basically, Don Callis is on the mic the entire time doing commentary for Kenny. It's the craziest thing I've seen in an Omega match, I think. And then Omega will, will get on the mic, and he'll say some stuff. Uh, the match was just, you know them beating the shit out of each other with various objects. Um, there was a Kataro crusher onto the chair, which was absolutely insane. Um, the double stomp onto the trash can was nuts. And um, I mean, it ended with the one winged angel because that's how it always ends. Um, I thought it was fine. It was a fine match. Uh, Tony telling him to kiss his <laughs> Good stuff. It was it's what makes Tony is what makes AEW like superior in my mind. Like Tony, Tony he's Schiavone. such a mood. Like I want one of those "How do you feel today?" posters, but it's just a bunch of pictures of Tony Schiavone's face. Love it, love it. <laughs> but uh, my favorite part was Excalibur correcting Don Callis when he said that Tony that uh, Kenny Omega did a uh, topic on Hilo. Oh, and he said it's Hero, but that's okay, Don. <laughs> that's okay, Don. It was good. Because that is another translation error. Yes. Yes, it is. So, it's Chopecon Hero. Hero. With a G. But still pronounced like Hero. So, I mean, match was fine. Omega wins. Don Callis says, now there's no no doubts at all. Kenny's proven them all wrong. And out comes Pac and Pentagon and Phoenix. And I was like, holy crap, this is great. Just, this is some good stuff. Hawk talking for Ray Phoenix says, uh, no, man, you never beat Ray Phoenix. So uh, the match has been sanctioned December 30th. Kenny Omega versus Did Ray Phoenix. Did you notice Phoenix's mask? 
With the little skulls? Was it the little skulls one? No, it's it's his Louis Vuitton one. Oh, no, I did not notice it. It looks like little skulls, but it's Louis Vuitton pattern. Oh, very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan, um, when he says, he says, Tope Bacon, hello. Tope Bacon, he, uh, hello. Say, Tope Bacon hero. The term, it's Tope Bacon hero. He'll say hello if it's like a, a crazy one. He, I, I think he might do both. Um, but he, I remember PWG, that was the first time I heard Tope Cone hello. Like yeah, he would say I, like, hello. Yeah, I used to sit right in front of him. So trust me, I know that's what he used to say. So next week we have, go, he would go like this. <laughs> next week we have uh, a jam packed show. I will say that with, with confidence. We have the acclaimed taking on the AEW world tag team champions, the young bucks. We have Top Flight versus MJF and Jericho. Jurassic Express versus Colt Cabana 5 and 10 from the Dark Order. We have Hikaru Shida in action. Uh, Evil Uno versus Dustin Rhodes. And Pac versus The Butcher. I Did you see the Eddie Kingston uh, quote tweeted that match announcement and just went, ha, 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 It's very funny. Um yeah, I need I, to follow. I need to follow Eddie Kingston. He's follow a good Kingston. follow. He's a very good follow. I got a message from. Oh, Jaron says he's sorry because that he deleted his Facebook account and that he wishes he was watching us. That's fine, Jaron. It's okay. You can just listen to us, and you can you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow Jim Jam Pingalo at JP Thrice. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Also, uh, keep in, uh, in touch with us on the Facebook page if you just listen to us on um, any of those other things and you want to watch us and you have a Facebook, that you can come through that way. Yes, absolutely. And be like Dan. Be like Dan and you others. We and, just like to and spoil Neeson Dan. and Johnny and Brandon and Calvin and Mike. Be like all. Um, are there, there any? Think, here we have a question. Are there yeah, any, we have a question. Yay! Are there any women? Are there any women from Impact you'd like to see cross over to AEW? And if so, why is it Kimberly? Fuck Kimberly! Fuck that ugly bitch! I hate her. Whoa! I hate her. I'm sorry. I probably shit bag. She's got a shit bag attitude. Probably can't stand her. Probably Deanna Perrazzo. That seems about right. And and to and to uh, Neil Dashwood for sure. And I don't know. I can't think of anybody else right now. Oh oh, I you know what? I think um oh no, oh no. What's her name? It's 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 escaping me right now. Uh, she was dating S- Sammy Callahan. Oh, oh, oh. Jessica Havoc. There we go. Jessica Havoc. For some and of course, Jordan Grace. I mean, come on. That's just an easy, easy one. Yeah. J- Jordan She's Grace hilarious. on every every television program ever. Because Jordan Grace is one step next to Jonathan Grisham. Very John's true. favorite person. <laughs> Oh, Marianne, can you, uh, Dan just sent me a tutor boot it. I can, uh, what is it? I'm going to send it to you. Uh, or no, I'm going to, I'm just going to show it to you and you get, let me know. This is a new Dragon Gate stable, um, 
called Masquerade. Are you sending it to me or are you? Oh, I can't see that. You're going to have to send that to me. Oh, are they holding little crown firework thingies? They're je- jester masks. Jester, ooh, jester. You got to be careful with the rest of the patterns you're doing if it's jester masks. I'm on Twitter right now. DM me. DM that t- to me. Okay. One of you. Also, Calvin says, did Marty Scroll ever answer on his allegations? Probably no. Yeah, he fake ass apologized five times. Oh, really? Hmm. Doing it live. Refreshing. One of you, whoever gets here first. I ah, just John got here first. Just sent it. Uh, let me so, take a look at this shit. This is a new Ooh. stable in Dragon Gate. Uh, I actually thought the same thing, Marianne. They all have matching masks, but their gear at the time is kind does not match. So I wonder I, if going forward they're going to do the... I actually love this. In specifics, I'm talking about the one on the far left. That I, Although I feel like that's velvet. If that's velvet, that's not... I hate velvet. Um... But I might give it a pass because I love that color scheme, like the the dark, like magenta with the pink. Um, I'm sorry, they all have different colored masks. I thought they were all the same for some reason. They are not. No, they all have different colored masks, and the different colors go with. Actually, no, that's a lie because the one on the end doesn't go with his. But I, I still, I have to get a good look at the ones that have fringe. Oh, Shun Skywalker I, has I love, all of I the love fringe. the one that has like the weird. Um, Supreme Kai pants. I don't know if anybody would get that. So ne- like the weird. Next huh? week we'll have pictures so people that are watching can actually see. What yeah, we're I'll t- have to. I so far though, I really like it a lot. But yeah, one on the far left gives me like major uh, Pink Power Ranger vibes. There it is. So I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a two. All right, so notlg.spreadshirt.com if you want to buy any of our merchandise. It's all over there. And if you just want to support us monetarily a different way, patreon.com slash notlg. But make sure you're supporting your local shops um, any way you can, retweeting, actually buying stuff from them, sharing it on Facebook, doing... Dan, I just noticed what your name was, and I like it a lot. Doing anything you can to help support your local shops. There you go. All right. So that is it for us this week. Join us again next week. And there's only one thing to do. So Marianne, if you will. Bring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.